Welcome to episode 387 of the Doctor of Day, the Doctor of Podcast. My name is David, and I'm here with my wife, Ginger. Hello. Today we're going to talk about episode 2 of Destiny of the Daleks. As we rejoin the story with Romana being held uh, by the Daleks, and they are telling her not to move, not to move, and then one of them comes closer and scans her for weapons and finds that she's not holding any weapons, so they tell her to not to even think about escaping. She's very um, afraid of them. And then one talks to the other and they say to take the prisoner to interrogation. Um, the man who had been following her, um, Tyson, uh, is at the top of the shaft and he's looking down and he watches. Doctor asks the commander Movellan um, why they are on Scarrow, and he says, "Well, we have a mission against the Daleks." And he says, "Oh, you're familiar with the Daleks?" He says, "Yeah, I'm very familiar with the Daleks." Romana is uh, being questioned by the three of the Daleks and she's in a, the control room and there are two white balls of light that she has both each hand on and they ask her questions and then they, the sensor reads her truthfulness of her answers and the, after several questions and her shouting her answers that she knows nothing about them and she was not sent there to interfere with their plans, they determine that no, she doesn't know anything about the Daleks and that she's not a threat. She says, so I can go then. She says, no, you will, your value will, is in your work value, your workforce, labor, and you'll be assigned to labor force two. The Novellan uh, commander is informed that their patrol has found a prisoner. And they bring in Tyson. Um, he tells who he is and that he's been a Dalek prisoner for, he thinks, by his calculation, about two years. We see the group of Labor Force 2 uh, working in their um, cave area, breaking up and moving and clearing away rocks. Um, Romana talks to the other prisoners and finds out, you know, their stories about, you know, how the Daleks invaded their planet, took them or took others, and um, finds out who they are, where they're from. They, she says how the, they say how the Daleks have machines for doing all this drilling that they're doing, but they use humanoids for cleaning up. Romana thinks that they could do much better having machines and so well they, they want to use us humanoids and Romana says something about well they were once humanoid themselves and she begins to work but then she is sick because of radiation so she needs to get out of there because of radiation sickness and the other worker tries to tell her that, no, you need to work, because the only way out of here is death. The doctor asks Tyson about the Daleks, 
and what they're mining for is, is they don't share that information with us workers and he doesn't know um, but he says that he had escaped a couple days before and had been on the run but he saw the doctor and the girl arrive and he tells the doctor that um, the doctor says well why didn't you come forward to say anything he says well when I tried to talk to the girl she was surprised and scared and she walked back and fell down a shaft and the Daleks found her and she's been taken away so the doctor is understandably upset by this and wants Tyson now to take him back to where he escaped from where they took Romana um, the Mavellan commander says he wants to go along so Romana collapses from sickness and one of the other workers comes over and he says, oh, we're, she's, she's ill, she's, and he looks and she's, oh, she's dead. And the Dalek says, tells the others to, to leave her and keep working and they'll, she'll be disposed of later after the work shift. So she was laying there in the rocks. The Daleks communicate to each other and say how they're, they're, nearly to the lower levels and they're drilling to that is continuing as scheduled and then an alarm comes on and they learn that there is unauthorized activity on a certain level so they're going to go and check it out. They send two Daleks to seek and, uh, and identify the threat. The uh, doctor and the others are heading on to the, the Dalek area, to the control area. Um, the commander leaves one of his uh, guards behind to watch out for Daleks. The slaves are now uh, finished with their work shift and they are told to remove Ramana's body and they place her on a stretcher and start to carry her out much like we saw them carry uh, the last prisoner who had died in the first episode when we saw them burying them with rocks. Doctor and Tyson and the Mavellans, uh, the two that are left, look around the control room um, because the Daleks have left to uh, the Dalek who's in control has left to help the other two he sent after the, the intruder alert. They, um, the doctor finds on the, the wall a floor plan. He says it's of the old Khalid city. Um, and he has a bad feeling about what they planned to try to find. He says, and he says, why don't I see the fourth the fourth level on here and he, says he, he remembers there being a shaft that led right down to the fourth level and the Daleks must not know about that because otherwise they would be drilling up from the fourth level to the third where he sees they want to go instead of down to the third um, the out in the, the uh, section with the Invader, intruder, the Dalek, uh, the Mavellan's guard manages to hide from one Dalek and thinks he's being stealthily as he 
stealthy as he moves along the corridor, but the second Daleks come up behind him, and he gets caught by the Daleks and then killed by the Dalek. So the Daleks now heading back to their control room, and the one Movellan says that Daleks are coming, so the Doctor says, oh, take cover, everyone. So they try to hide as the Daleks come in and start to go about their business, and then they take the opportunity and run out of the room. Um, the Daleks see them, and the Daleks follow shooting and shouting, exterminate. The Movellans find their fallen guard and um, they say something about it's not permitted for others to look on their dead so the doctor kind of stands off and then they um, head out to the shaft opening where they came in and um, they had used Tyson's rope that he had looped around the pillar to probably get down to help Ramana but wasn't able to and uh, so they all have uh, climbed back up the rope out as the Dalek comes around the, the corner into the area the doctor's at the head of the top of the shaft with the rope and he says so the universe's most superior being how about you climb up on after us the rope and the, the Dalek shoots at the doctor as he, he runs away so the doctor and others have found their way back up to the surface and um, out into the open and they tromp over to where the uh, other cairn was and they find one that has a headstone that says Romana. So the doctor starts moving stones out of the way but here she comes up after uh, around the side of him and says oh yes I, I learned that was the only way to get away from the Daleks was to die and I learned how to stop my hearts on Gallifrey and Tyson is very interested in this. Says, "Oh, how many do you have?" So, um, the doctor says, uh, after this reunion, he says he's off to go Dalek hunting, and he heads over across the courtyard area to another building, and uh, he looks around, and he has found the shaft to the fourth level that uh, was talking about. He hails tells the commander that, oh, they should just go back to his ship and wait for him. But the commander decides to go back and leaves one of his uh, crew with them. And uh, so the doctor and Romana and Tyson um, are uh, walking down the, the to the area and Tyson asks, well, how did the doctor know the shaft was here? How did you know? How did you know all this? He says, oh, just call it the local knowledge. The Daleks have started drilling again, and they hear the vibrations and and the in the in the area. The Daleks are spouting, saying that they um, need to seek, locate, exterminate. The, um, the escaped prisoner and the other and the doctor and everyone and then they say that they're, they've almost reached the third level and their mission is almost complete 
doctor finds what they were looking, what he believes they were looking for on the third level, and it's Davros, the Dalek creator, uh, who he, and he explains this to the Movellan who is with him, and Tyson, and Romana for that matter, I guess. And then a great tremor strikes because of the drilling, and uh, part of the building falls on the Movellan, and they go off to assist her, but she's, they find that she's already dead. As they are away from Davros, we see that his fingers move under all the webbing of decay and dust that he's been under, and the light on his forehead comes on. And we end. So we um, we pick up. I didn't mention, but we pick up the story to start kind of way back. I know it was a fairly long recap. Yeah, they've been doing that um, lately. Uh, and I it think they just don't have as much material for the actual episode, so they have to fill. Yeah. And recap. It, oh, sorry. And I don't. I didn't notice any difference to it. Sometimes they do that, but they have like one angle sure. of shot a little bit different, or we get some other information that they didn't have, in a, which seems like a cheat. Mm-hmm. It's not, it hasn't really been information that's been important to them resolving the cliffhanger, but it just seems wrong to throw in stuff like, hey, I didn't see that before, and you're showing me everything else I saw before. Why throw in this news bit? Um, but yeah, we backtrack quite a lot. We still have not had the the Mel- Movellans really say where they're from, but th- I just know that from the notes, so that's why I'm calling them that. Cause You're I right. Also, haven't heard the names really, um, which is kind of unusual that they, they haven't explained themselves a little bit more. And we haven't really had anything with them. I shouldn't say that. It seem it doesn't feel like we've had a lot with them, uh-uh. because they haven't done much. No, it seems like there. It feels like there's a bit missing. Like when they brought the doctor back to their ship, it feels like we've missed that whole section. Like, you know, they ask who he is, and you know, he, he we've missed his usual evasive answers. I'm the doctor. You know, where are you from? Oh, here and there, you know. Yeah, we've heard it so many times now, but you come to expect it. Mostly because we find out who the other people are. Mm-hmm. Not just, oh, we know who the doctor is. We know he's going to be evasive about who he is and where he's from. Um, but we want to find out who he, he's dealing with. And it, we missed that in the last one. Yeah. I feel like it was just cut like it should have been there so maybe it was cut um I'm not sure yeah, I don't know and it's kind of strange that yeah they're they're diff- they're their role in this is kind of is very undefined and kind of strange because they they say they've crash landed on Scarrow but yet they knew they were on Scarrow and they say they have a mission against the Daleks. Another point, the commander says how 
whatever the Daleks are looking for, they're looking for as well. But they don't know what the Daleks are looking for. Maybe just because they want to get to it first to use it against the Daleks. But it's really unclear um, what their stake in it is. They know the Daleks are bad or villains, evil. And they're working against them. So I guess we can hopefully assume that they're on Doctor's side. But uh, I'm surprised we don't know a little more about them mm -hmm. yet. In theory, they should be important. Yeah. But I don't feel like they are yet. No. I think they're designed really nicely. They've got the white outfits and the, the silver braid. Um, they have a little silver holster of their weapon. And the weapon, <laughs> their weapon is like a bright pink, almost yeah. like a... A plastic snow cone or something plastic ice cream cone but it's fuchsia very it stands out quite a lot from their white and silver uniforms yeah but it's very stylized and um, really fits with their whole look actually it's a, and there's such a contrast between their stark white uh, brilliantly clean, streamlined um, look that they have about them, and then they're on this dusty ruins of a planet of Scaro that's half buried in, in cave areas where they're drilling and stones laying all about. It's, um, and the raggedy prisoners and slave labor. Mm -hmm. It's Visually, it's very a, a real shift between them two. But, uh, we don't have a lot of humor in it. Story kind of the episode goes by fairly quickly. Actually, the one bit of humor I do remember, I kind of liked, which was when uh, Ty Tyson Tyson asked Romana how many hearts she had and she said two. Oh yeah. She said one for every day. <laughs> something like that. One for every day, one for dress. Yeah, something like that. I think that's what I heard her say. That was the implication anyway. Yeah. But yeah, that did make me laugh a little bit. Which it, it's usually pretty good when Romana says something that's funny. She doesn't often. Um she has more often, but so she's kind of grown into her um, fun remarks or smart remarks. Mm -hmm. um, but they're a little fewer and farther between than the doctors are usually. So it's always nice to pick those out. She also did a pretty good job early on when she was being harassed by the Daleks of showing that she really had no clue who they were. Mm -hmm. and that she was pretty much scared for her lives yes um, and clever on her part to realize that yeah she wasn't going to get out of there unless she was dead it was really quite brilliant um, plan you can see that it was a plan on her part but, um, 
you know, it's kind of freaky there for a minute because, you know, we haven't, you know, we had Romana and the other for the whole last season, but, you know, for them to say well, she's dead and she's, uh, she was obvious, she was looking quite ill from the radiation and the radiation was a big factor when they landed and everything. So it seemed conceivable that, you know, wow, maybe she did succumb to the radiation or something like that. Um, and then learn that she had watched them carry out the other body. So she thought, well, that is going to be the only way out of here is death. So, anyway. So, that leads me to believe that maybe the doctor didn't learn all that about um, stopping his hearts and going into this stasis by the the Tibetan monk trainer that he had yeah. or whatever. Maybe he did learn it on Gallifrey at the academy like she did. Maybe he's just putting an exotic spin on something that they both know, you know. Which I hadn't thought about at the time, but he can do that too. He's done it a few times and he said that he's learned it some exotic place. Maybe he didn't say Tibetan, maybe, yeah. but I think he did. Probably Shoji. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I guess the episode was okay. It's it's just all right, you know. Yeah. Not a whole lot that happens, on, you know, until we get closer to the end. I think. Yeah, this felt more, yeah, almost like an episode three. Not quite, but yeah, uh, kind of approaching it. it. Wasn't too much filler. There's a little bit that you just a little back and forth between the. Lavellans and the Doctor and, the, and then yeah. the Daleks and then the, the like you know just have the scene have the section be a little bit I wanted more from it you know I wanted to know more about who they were and stuff yeah. instead of just the Doctor saying you know why are you on Scarrow oh we're doing a mission against Daleks okay you know the Daleks oh yeah <laughs> yes yeah you could say that um and that was kind of funny in a way, but uh, oh, I, I did kind of like when the do the doctor taunting the Dalek about climbing up after us. Yeah, that was kind of funny too. <laughs> Superior race of the universe, how about you climb up after us? He promptly shoots at him. But that was funny, because you know he stayed behind just to do that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that, of course he did. Yeah, so that made. You can definitely see the uh, evidence of the fact that the the doctor has been on Scarrow before, well, a couple times now, but um, that he has this intimate knowledge of the the college city versus the he doesn't mention the Thal city, but um, he does mention the old college city and um, this area went straight down to here, and you know, so he. And he did spend a lot of time there in Genesis of the Daleks, so 
kind of interesting. It's good that they hearken back to that what he learned when he was there. On the previous episode with Alasazin. Say that again. That he knows that there was a fourth level that'd be easier to get to. Oh. And he knew of the Khalid city and the map by looking at what the Daleks were looking at. That uh, he spent so much time there on the in the Genesis of the Daleks. Yeah. Story. And it's good that they're using that info using that information in this one. I think. Instead of what what Scarlet but it's not really like it was when he was there. Well it's not, but he's he still remembers and is using that information yeah. for this story. It's not just a, I don't, it doesn't feel like it's just a convenient device that he can get there first. It's that, you know, he was there before. He was brought down to see Davros quite a few times in that section mm-hmm. where they're trying to get to. So it doesn't seem like just a contrivance that he would figure this out first. Right. Seems like Built really on what he knew, yeah. what he knows from other episodes. Yes. Which always helps an episode, I think. For those that were watching it all along, you know, it helps the continuity and it's like an acknowledgement that, yeah, we know we've been here before. We know you know you we've been here before. We know you've been watching. And it's a, kind of a, a nod, a little respect to viewership that we know you've been following along and you, we, you know, are going to show that we respect that by getting it right. Yeah. <laughs> Did I hear in the reading the notes correctly that the the actor playing Tyson is deaf? Is deaf? Yep. Okay, that's what I thought I, I saw. Deaf or mostly deaf? Yeah. Yeah. I think he's mostly deaf. Definitely impaired, hearing yeah. impaired, and but we were saying how you couldn't really tell it in his performance. I don't think I would have. No. But if I saw that. Yeah, I couldn't tell. So when you think of the new, like the Dalek slogan, seek, locate, exterminate. They're trying too hard. Yeah. It did take them a while before they had one of them say exterminate, though. I think they started with exterminated, you will be exterminated. When they were talking to the, uh, the worker, the labor force. Yeah. And then it was near the end that they actually said, exterminate. But yeah, the people, they don't need to rhyme things. <laughs> They're just trying too hard. I think Vogon poetry is bad. Yeah. Dalek poetry, everything would have to rhyme with exterminate. How bad can that be? I'm sure there are a lot of words that end that way. Yeah. So, is there anything else? 
I don't think so. Subtitles went way too fast again. There were a couple of slides where I'd be only halfway through the thing, and I'm a fast reader, mm -hmm. and it was moving on. Others were fine, but... The ones you wanted to read something about were too going too fast. Yeah. Hmm. It's like a badly paced webinar or something, you know. We yeah. give you the materials to do, you know, if you sometimes you have to read fully through the materials before you even take the webinar to be able to follow along because they're gonna go by so quickly that you can't read it while they're talking to you. Much less take notes and read it while they're talking to you. Yeah. So it's pacing um, always kind of bugs me. Like, I want to get the most out of this thing. It's costing, you know, 300 bucks or whatever for my company. You know, and it's difficult to, to get all this knowledge because they're just going, some, some things go by too fast because the people are experts in what they're doing and they, they talk quickly about it. struggling to keep pace with them. So, um, um should we get to our ending? Or might as well. Anything else? No, yeah, might as well. So, Davros. Do we have any idea already that that's what the Daleks were looking for? Do we? Well, I said did we when they started. We know they were looking for something. I don't know that we did. Although, didn't they mention Davros? Not the Daleks specifically, but wasn't he mentioned at some point in the episode? I don't know. If, it, uh, if he was, I missed it. Someone was nagging at me that they had mentioned him at one point anyway. So I wasn't entirely... If that's true, I don't know that I was entirely surprised to see him. Yeah, I can't say I was surprised to see him. But it could have easily been some other source of power they were looking for. Or something. I mean, it didn't have to be Davros. I don't think. Yeah. I was not surprised that it was Davros, but that's probably just us. I think that first-time viewers might be a little surprised. It was like, oh yeah, that's that's why they were getting that to that level to, you know, get him back and trying to remember. Okay, now what happened in Genesis, Genesis of the Daleks? You know, when we last saw him? Kind of thing. Yeah. Trying to remember. How did that one end? So it's not a bad way to end. I guess. Yeah. I, it's not bad. Davros coming back to life isn't... Yeah. Isn't something to uh, be sniffed at, I guess. Yeah, it's a... You know, he... He was a formidable enemy to the Doctor in the, la the last time we see him, so. Plus, I think it's, it's effective in a good way because it's one of those general threat ones. Yeah. He's not just somebody in danger that we know is going to be fine. You know, they're there is a danger here because he was the Dalek creator and a really evil person. And he's awakening, so. 
time. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty good. Yeah. Anything else? No, I don't think I have noticed anything else to mention. All right. Join us tomorrow when we talk about episode three of Destiny of the Dogs. Join us then, and thank you for listening.